you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Master Plan. I am here, joined once again by Connor DiBiase, back with us again today to talk about the NBA and the conference finals predictions and some of the re- in the review of some of the playoff series. Connor, welcome back. Hello. Good to be here. So let's start in the East. Let's start with the Bucks playing the Hawks, and I would say that I did not think that the Hawks or the Bucks would win their series, their respective series. Um, the Hawks just finished up. What was it? Was it last night? Was it last night? Was last night? Yes, it was last night. Was last night on Monday? No, the Hawks. Two nights ago. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, the Hawks closed it out against the 76ers away in Philadelphia. The fans were not happy, <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know, Connor, tell us about this series. Tell us your overall thoughts. Uh, tell us your closing thoughts on the 76 for the season and, and what the Hawks were able to do to kind of win this series. Yeah, I mean, Hawks, basically no one expected them to win, as you said before. Trey Young obviously having an incredible playoffs leading this team. He did yeah. have a great game seven. No. But overall, you just – how like icy he is in games, how clutch he is at this point. Right. Um, I mean he I mean through games one through six he was dynamite. Like game seven he had a bad game, but games one through six he was the star of the team by far. And that's the that's the thing that kind of shows more about this game seven is right. how they were able to do that without Trey Young having a great game. And that kind of shows <laughs> that this team's not just not Trae just Trey Young. Young. Right. You got Kevin Hoda. Kevin Herter might have had Collins had yeah. a great series. Gallinari um, had a good series. You know, yeah, if, if you can get Bogdanovich back from injury, you know right. how good he's been this playoff so far. Um, yeah. And then for 76 is it's just. Uh, when will Ben Simmons take a field I mean, goal? Who's to yeah. really blame? I mean, yeah, Ben Simmons had an awful series to say the least. Yeah. Um, it's not like much was – to be fair, not much was ran for him in, in, in a way that you know he can score. Right, exactly. Um, and that Well, that's, I think, the problem with the 76ers. The Embiid-Simmons relationship was never going to be one that would work because you really – like the offense that the 76ers run, it, it's not meant for two guys like that. It's not meant for Ben Simmons to be a point guard. He's not He's not a ball handler in my eyes. He's – He's not, he's not a shooter whatsoever. He's a guy who's going to get in the paint, and that's where he's going to score. But that, for the 76ers, really never fit. Like, the 76ers, to me, like, don't have any any other shooters really outside Seth Curry, in my opinion. And, like, I mean, yeah, obviously, Embiid can – yeah, I mean, like, 
Are there other guys yeah, who can? I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I would rather Embiid take a jump shot um, in any sort of like in any sort of way. I would just let Embiid shoot. Right. Um, he's not a shooter. He kind of feels the need to shoot sometimes, which I don't think he really did. I feel like they could, if he just plays the paint more and sort of like taking the fadeaways, they can play around Ben Simmons kind of finding good positioning. Right. I mean, I felt like that's M- just me. Yeah. I felt like Embiid, at least in game seven, I, I felt like he wasn't forcing shots, but I, and I thought he was taking like good looks. I didn't think he was like, you know, making bad looks. I mean, you know, I think he's kind right. of, he's, he's a dynamic bad. player last end of the game right he right. basically costed them the game this but, is I mean, true he's had a phenomenal playoffs i right. think I, I don't i think ben simmons can work with a better situation i think right doc rivers is the most overrated coach in nba history probably <laughs> i mean um, look, look the guy chokes historically has choked a lot as a head coach i mean last year with the clippers they're 3-1 blew the series lead like you know i i don't know i think the 76ers trust the process as, as, you know, it's had a lot of problems. And I, I just feel like the dynamics of the team, I don't know. I think Seth Curry is actually a decent player, but I don't know. I feel like the situation with him and Bede and, and Simmons is just not ideal for, for a championship winning team. And then I don't really, you know, know what else they can do. I think probably move over the offseason uh, with Simmons is probably most likely, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Uh, one thing I think, I mean, there's a lot of trade rumors around there. Um, one thing that I think is kind of tough for them is they've had so many like first overall picks, first round, high first round picks, and they've right. developed a lot of them really bad. I mean, yeah. Julio Okafor, like the regression he had after his rookie year from. I mean, he was he was a top tier talent. Like people were speculating big things about him, and he. Really uh, disappeared. Michael Fultz, he yep. did terrible with Philly. They traded him away. He's developed better under the Magic. I'd like to say, other right? Than I mean, he's he's had. improved. He's a better player. He's a solid. He's a solid player for the Magic, which is a bad team. So, like, Ben yeah. Simmons has had zero development. Uh, I feel like Ben Simmons has definitely regressed in terms of in terms of some things. I mean, you know, the shot that everyone's pointing to is is when you know he was basically right underneath the basket, a shot that Connor, even you and I would, you and I would take. Right, and, yeah, and he, he passes off. Dunk with potential for an and one. Right, I think he was worried about getting hard fouled and didn't want to put his team in that position where someone just grabs his arm so he can't finish it. I, um, I agree, but like in that situation, which, you got to take the shot. You got to go up there. You got to be tough. I mean, yeah, you, you can't be getting paid max money to shoot four times a game. Right, and and that's the problem. I feel like you know whether it's him or you know whatever it is, he's definitely regressed, and I think. Some of that, maybe most of that, is due to the 76ers organizationally. Like, I think that that cannot be um, underscored enough, right? The process is being blown up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but let's, let's mean, focus on the winning team, the Hawks, for a little yeah. bit. Um, I think they put, you know, look, for, for a five-seed, a team that you and I really kind of, you know, I mean, I picked the Knicks to win the series, you picked the Hawks. But, you know, I think we both, you know, were on the same page on this series that – this should be a mop-up series for the one seed in the East versus kind of a weaker five seed, as, you know, a team that really doesn't feel complete. It really feels like Trey Young and and Bogdanovich at, at times. Um, but they pulled it off, and they did a really nice job. And, and how much credit is due to Trey Young for this series? I mean, I think a lot of it really should be um, – dude, I, I – 
I would say a, a good amount of it, uh, probably like at least 50%, just right. because of, I mean, having a player like that where he can just get everyone back in the game just from pulling up on the logo or... Really from anywhere ability, on the court. Yeah. Yeah. His ability to... Draw yeah, I mean, defenders. Even in a game yeah. Where he shot really poorly. Even in game seven, was incredible. In, right in the fourth quarter, he was actually he wasn't that bad. Like in the fourth quarter, he he kind of pulled it back a little bit. He had a couple nice assists. Uh, Gallinari had that you know that it it was that steal, and then I believe Young passed in the ball, and he went over on the other side and dunked it. And that was kind of really the the final nail in the coffin, wasn't it? But like, I thought it was a really good series. But the Hawks really like surprised me in a good way and I think that the Bucks cannot take this team lightly because the Bucks at times did not look like a very good team in their series versus the Nets granted the Nets are a yeah. very good team but I think the Hawks have a shot at going to the finals this year and a shot at winning it I think that's the kind of thing about Trey Young I think his capabilities his abilities allow you to kind of be in every single game it's just whether the role players whether the other guys on the team can can help out enough, can score enough, and, and kind of get them to that magic number, can't that? Can it? Yeah, Nate McMillan has proved himself as a, a top tier head coach. Yeah, in no, this league, obviously, yeah. I for an interim head coach, he's done a splendid job. You know, yeah, I mean, um, he's staying. There's there's no doubt he's staying. Mm-hmm. Um, the team was what twenty games or like 15 games back from 500 right them, and then yeah. they ended up as a 5c making it to the western conference finals that's that's all, special all without their probably best perimeter defender yeah in deandre hunter yeah and i mean it's it's special i mean they've had an easier road than i think the bucks than you could expect from every team even the suns in the playoffs um Right. Considering, I think we all knew Philly was not uh, better than the Bucks, yeah, at least in my opinion. The no, I thought Philly was, was the third the or fourth or best team in in the East, behind the Nets, the Bucks, and you know, at this point now the Hawks. Like I was rooting for <laughs> for my Celtics to lose in the playing game so we could potentially go eight seed against the Bucks rather or against the, the Seventy Sixers. Yeah. Uh, personally, but. So let's go to the Bucks versus the Nets. And, you know, what a game seven this was. I mean, you know, the Nets were like a couple inches of a KD shot away from winning this whole thing, weren't they? And uh, KD <laughs> was on the line. Big toe away. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, I knew he was getting the ball and I knew he was going to make it. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know. I thought he'd pull up from mid-range, honestly. There. I thought he – I knew he was going to shoot a three or attempt to shoot a three, I guess, is the better way to put it. Um, it was a great series, though. I thought the Nets, you know, if they had Kyrie Irving and, and a healthy James Harden, I think oh, yeah, they the would have. This series was not because at the beginning of the series, that's kind of what it looked like, I think. Um, but I, I, then I, it came down to KD, and you're asking a lot of Blake Griffin, I think, in that in that sense. But and, and of course Joe Harris, who actually had a you know some nice 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 games. But um, overall, I thought the Bucks looked. Good, but not, you know, Giannis wasn't impressed. Like, he wasn't, like, Giannis impressive. Chris Middleton and had, had a good series. Drew Holiday, I thought, had a, a below-average series for me. So, the Bucks I felt, didn't show up, but I think that the injuries for the Nets kind of overcame that. Yeah, after – I actually 
after watching the first round, um, with knowing James Harden was out at least like two games, and probably would have been out the whole series if they went down, I, I had the Bucks um, winning the series after I saw how well they they handled the Heat. Um, mm-hmm. But I think even with just Kyrie Irving healthy, the Nets up two games to nothing. They looked like the the better team mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, I mean, Giannis had an incredible series, to say the least, other than that one game when he had, like, 20 points, but have, averaging, yeah. like, 36. No, Giannis, Giannis, like, like around the paint is is essentially unstoppable. Like, like I would wish he would not shoot the ball, like, from the three-point line, because, I mean, he's just not a good shooter. But, like, in the paint, I mean, he's so – he's incredibly dominant. And and like that, he is the Bucks in that sense of the word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I mean, he yeah. shot it. He shot it from three decently, and he only takes it from like. It's similar to how Embiid kind of took it this series from his spot when he's wide open. Right. Like Giannis takes it from top of the key. Embiid takes it from like your, um, more towards the right uh, edge, not in the corner, but kind of on the oak there. They both right. have their spot, and they're going to take it if they get up there right? Um, and shoot it probably like 30% at minimum. What do you think of Drew Holiday's performance in the series? Because, I mean, he was a big offseason acquisition for the Bucks. What do you think of his performance? I mean, he played good in the series. Um, obviously, he had a horrendous game seven. Right. But like Trey Young, down the stretch, he was the clutch guy. He had two huge threes that willed them to win that game. Um, overall in the series, he played pretty well. I mean, he was a big reason they won that, um, I think it was game six. Uh, he had like 20-something uh, and actually – but he, he, his shooting splits were bad in the series, right. to say the least. Right. Um, and that's not something you want when you purposely trade a guy like Eric Bledsoe who doesn't shoot well in the playoffs away for someone right. who you want better. But his defense was was – Fairly good. Uh, they they had interesting matchups for a lot of it. What'd um, you think of Brooke Lopez? Would you you know what do you think of guys like that? Um, did Chris Middleton yeah. shot poorly in, in game seven, but he had an incredible series. Right. Um, shooting wise, he had a really bad first two games, and people were starting to like think about he's not the guy to go with Giannis, and then he completely turned it around. Had an incredible series. Brooke Lopez had. It always plays, but he's a good defender. He can protect the paint. He can shoot. Yeah. Um, no, I thought he, he fits. That's. I mean, like I think the series against the Nets. I think the Bucks are a complete team. I just think that their players weren't playing great throughout the entire series. Like at I the do same times, the Bucks are missing a lot without Dante Divincenzo. This is true. Um, because they, they play small with uh, Brook Lopez out playing with Dante, but they can't do that with like. P.J. Tucker and Bryn Forbes play small, like Giannis at the five. Uh, that's true, but but well. like P.J. Tucker is such a good defender. Like I I, I understand that, but like P.J. Oh, yeah. Tucker, like I think you know you're, you're... P.J. Tucker was the second best player on the Nets uh, on the Bucks series, right? Defending KD. Yeah, I mean P.J. Tucker was. I mean defending KD is not an easy task. He did a very good job. Um, so Bucks versus Hawks. You know I'm scared to go against the Hawks again. Because they've already burned me twice in the playoffs so far. But I'm going to do it again. I think the Bucks. I just think Giannis. I think that Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, 
I think the team's a little bit more complete. I think they're not as reliant on a single player as the Hawks are. I'm going to go with the Bucks in six over the Hawks. I just think that I think that they're be- the better team. I think over you know over a series, I think that they're going to get the best of them. What about you? I want to say Bucks and four. Bucks and four. Um, I, I I don't know. I just think something about um, the Hawks kind of magic is going to run out. <laughs> Not that I think the Hawks are definitely going to be a big threat in the East. I think people aren't going to overlook them, but I just think they haven't played a, a, a team as good as the, the Bucks yet. Um, and maybe they have some momentum around them, but with Bogdanovich injured, who knows how healthy he would be for the series. Um, and then Hunter Reddish out, I think Clint Capella was, it's not like, Capella was a huge force on Embiid throughout that series, and that's how they kind of played. I can't see a Clint Capella taking on a Giannis assignment. Um, I, I think you could try John Collins, but he's not a great defender. Um, and I think Chris Middleton has been shooting it better um, towards the end half of that, that series. I don't think we're going to get any huge, terrible games out of them, mm-hmm. considering that uh, the Nets have a very interesting style of defense and it worked really well in both of their series um they're kind of i mean like players like blake griffin uh, amazed me yeah i thought he actually had a really excellent series i thought he played really really well overall defend but i don't think the hawks have that same kind of presence of really they're not really long they don't have a, a lot of reach on the perimeter in that kind of way that the nets did mm-hmm um, and then I think, yes, the Bucks players have been inconsistent, but players like John Collins um, and even Trey Young, but I don't think Trey Young's to be that inconsistent, but there's a lot of inconsistencies on the Hawks. I think this is true. Game to game. And I just think, you think the, the Bucks are going to steamroll. They match up so much better against this team. Hawks had two pretty good matchups for them. Um, in terms of perimeter defense is not a strong suit with DeAndre Hunter out. And right. obviously the Sixers are not a huge... I mean, you saw how Seth Curry burned the Hawks, but they have no one else outside of that. Right, exactly. Um, and, I, and I think the Bucks can kind of... Giannis, if he can find outs, I think they can definitely dominate um, this series in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, just by matchup. I, I love this Hawks team. This Hawks team is so fun to watch this postseason. But, but fun to watch does not necessarily equate to championship run. You know, like, unfortunately, that's not how it works. I did pick them to beat the Sixers, though. You did. You did. I did. Um, you're, we're both going against them this time, though. Maybe they'll burn both of us. We'll Maybe. see. We'll see. Let's go to the West. Uh, the Suns are... I don't know. I like the Suns as a team. I think that Devin Booker, I think Chris Paul, I think as a team, they're just really, really good. They absolutely steamrolled the Nuggets and MVP winner Nikola Jokic um, in four games. I bad for Jokic. He played uh, so well. He played so well, but I think the Suns, I mean, arguably might be the best team left in the playoffs. They look complete. They look dominant. 
Obviously, game one was played the other night without Chris Paul and without Kawhi Leonard. The Suns ended up taking the game 120-114. Connor, let's review the series versus the Nuggets. What were your thoughts on the Suns or your thoughts on the Nuggets, and how will this translate to a series against the Clippers? I mean, everyone stepped up in that series for the Suns. Um, Mikael Bridges was really good for them. Obviously, DeAndre Ayton did a really good job um, in the paint and also trying to defend Embiid. Chris Paul had like a 40-point game in Game 4 to close it, along with like mm-hmm. a 10 assist average. Um, Deep Book is starting to actually get like good amount of rebounds and close to triple-doubles in a lot of these games, mm-hmm. even in the first game against the Clippers. Um I think it's hard to dictate um, against this Nuggets team, just all things kind of Mm -hmm. considered with no – it was basically Giannis against the world here. MPJ did not have – he was all right. He didn't have an incredible um, series. Aaron Gordon was basically a no-show out there. which you got to give it to the Suns' defense. It's been incredible so far right. uh, this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this would have gone five games if uh, there wasn't that stupid Jokic ejection. Um, yeah. Stupid call. <laughs> I would have to uh, agree. But Will Barton looked decent off the bench, but the injuries are just killing the Nuggets. So then... Um, it was too who, much to overcome team, against a good who team. Who on that team can stop Devin Booker? They have, they have a, Aaron Gordon was supposed to be kind of that guy because everyone was so bad on defense. Um, well, you have like Facundo Campazzo, who's there to, I guess, pesterize people. Probably like Pat Bev does. Um, <laughs> but no one could defend that well, uh, the perimeter at least, um, for players like Devin Booker take over and then Chris Paul just tore him up from the mid-range getting the spots either making passes but just drawing defenders and either hitting his path to him um, mid-range shot or just getting out someone else to shoot it uh, They it looked like they didn't have an answer I think it was a, a pretty poor coaching job um, from Mike Malone in Denver uh, or I guess Michael, because only Popovich can call him Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, everyone on the Phoenix Suns stepped up well. Uh, even like, I mean, Cameron Paints had a really good surprising playoffs mm-hmm. off the bench. Um, you had like Cameron Johnson just nailing every three. Um, Dario Saric playing super well. Don't ask me, but um, I think if everyone can play on that same level, they should beat the Clippers. Uh, as just even without Chris Paul, mm-hmm. I think that first game. Show me. I I I originally thought that Kawhi Leonard was a much bigger loss than the Clippers than Chris Paul was on the Suns, but I don't know how true that may be. Right. Um, because that was a closer game than I expected. Uh, even with Devin Booker putting up 40 in a triple-double, I thought... It, Just it a casual triple-double I mean, in game one of the Western Conference Finals. I mean, yes, they were able to 
two games against the Jazz to close that out. But you know, having Terrence Mann put up forty uh, every game like that, right? Uh, playing Demarcus Cousins' big minutes at this point. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I if mean, you know, you're gonna you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I mean, Dika's still got some game in him. A new rotation out there every single game. Uh, it's just a. It's tough. Uh, I think tonight will be a huge indicator of where the series will go. Because mm-hmm. I, I think Chris Paul will be back next game. I don't think um, Kawhi. I mean, who knows what's going on in the Kawhi Leonard camp? Obviously, they don't ever let anything get broken out. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think Kawhi comes back and till at least Game Six. Uh, if if, the, if if it gets that far. If he hasn't already had torn, uh, a torn ACL surgery and going to be out the whole next <laughs> next game, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Or next season. Um, you know, let's quickly talk about the Clippers beating the Jazz. You know, this was a series that I think the the seventy uh, uh, the Clippers needed. They obviously went down two zero. Um. And and they really fought back. Kawhi Leonard fought back. He got that look on his face. Um, and they kind of dominated, uh, you know, the, the final four games of the series, I thought, you know, uh, they really, they played much more like a team, I would say. And, you know, what, what were your thoughts on the win over the jazz? And then we'll quickly, uh, talk about the Suns versus. I mean, you gotta give it, give it up to Paul George, really. Uh, right. everyone doubting him, um, basically for years now, I'm a wash in the playoffs, um, right. And he, he brought it back to Indiana. He led the team in assists in that series, also led the team in rebounds in that series, and I think maybe point. It might have been Kawhi, depending on game to game. Padres was up there on points as well. Um, so just had an incredible series. Basically, was, he was the best player on the Jazz, even in the games when Kawhi played, other than that one where Kawhi had like that 36-10-5 game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But he, Paul George really willed them back in that playoffs. Give it up to Terrence Mann, who almost missed his phone call to make the draft combine. <laughs> did you see that clip? I did see that clip. That was insane. That was, funny. <laughs> that was insane. 1% battery left, and I was going to just not pick it up. Yo, you got you to gotta be there. You got to have your phone charged on draft night, folks. Like, I don't know how you go. Like, I would. I don't know what he was doing. Have your phone dr- charged on draft night. Like, Obviously, this was a tough series for the Jazz. I mean, I feel like season to season, the Jazz is kind of the same result. They're always good enough to make the playoffs, always good enough to be a high seed and competitive, but they don't have that next year where Donovan Mitchell can really take control and, and advance to, I mean, to an important. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was incredible. To be fair. He, he used the statistic they showed it like he's the – now, okay, like, what, what I think I meant to say, playoff score and play, yeah. in, Donovan like, Mitchell playoffs. has that potential. There is no one really else on – there's not enough support around him maybe is a better way to put it. Like, I don't know. I feel like the team – I mean, you know, that's a that's a big series loss oh, to the yeah, Clippers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Donovan Mitchell played his, played his heart out, but not much to say. Um, quickly, Suns versus Clippers. I think we both agree that the Suns will win this one. Especially after Game One, um, and especially knowing that Kawhi uh, is probably going to be out for a while, I, I'm going to lean the Suns. I think I'll make my opinion depending on tonight. Um, I'll take the Suns game. in 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 five or six. I think I don't think it goes the distance. 
I mean, it depends on Kawhi, but like, I just don't feel like even if he comes back, he's not going to be the same. He's going to be might maybe unlimited minutes. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't see like unless he has a heroic kind of game, I don't really see him impacting it too much. You know? Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I don't know. Kawhi was having one of the best playoffs like ever, ever <laughs> going in. Like true shooting wise, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, sucks. Uh, sucks that he's injuries. out. Hate to see it. Uh, injuries basically dictated this whole playoffs. I mean, so many players have been injured throughout the playoffs this year. Like, obviously, due to the very short off season. I mean, we saw teams like the Lakers and Heat really get balanced out quickly. Now, to be fair, like you know, the Heat weren't that good, but the late you know the LeBron hundred percent healthy. Right, I but mean, the but but LeBron out. but LeBron got injured, and like a bunch of All Stars have gotten injured this playoffs. Oh, yeah. oh, so it's, it's definitely contributed to stuff like that. Um, so you know, hopefully we'll get a good you know Eastern and Western Conference Finals, and hopefully we'll get a great. I mean, we're gonna get some teams that haven't been to the championship in a long time or 50 ever. Years. Yeah, so I, I would love to see the Suns win one for Arizona. I mean, Arizona hasn't had a title. And Chris Paul getting a ring. Yeah, I mean that both those. I mean, he deserves one. he deserves a ring maybe more than anyone else in the NBA right now. I mean, he's up there at I least. Mean, and big time. You know, Arizona hasn't had a championship since. What the O one Diamondbacks? Maybe like are we? Like it's been a long time, folks. Because I know the Coyotes haven't won anything, and that Diamondbacks haven't won anything either. So it's been a while. Arizona deserves something. L A. You already had the Lakers. Like relax. Wait, didn't oh wait, now they lost to the Steel. I was about to say, didn't the Cardinals win? But now the Cardinals made it. Lost to the Steelers. They lost to the Steelers. And I don't think I think they've only made one and lost to the Steelers in what was it 2010 because of what was it what's his name who made the catch in the corner of the end zone oh man that's gonna be eating me alive what a catch it was though I mean you go back you got to watch that clip I mean what a throw by Roethlisberger oh man I'm gonna I'm gonna be screaming it as soon as this ends but anyways thank you all for listening. Go Suns. I'm a Suns fan for the rest of the playoffs. I just want to see Chris Paul win one. That's I'm it. I'm rooting forever who comes out of the West. I like the Clippers. Um, I was rooting for them this playoffs. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I'd rather see Chris Paul win than Yeah. Me as well. Me as well. The Hawks or Bucks. Me as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And you'll hear me in the next one. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? of everyone on Golden State. Open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.